another episode of my podcast. So I must say thank you so much everyone who listened to the first one and gave me like your advice and feedbacks. I really, really, really appreciate it a lot and I will definitely try and get better and learn more as I grow with this whole like podcast situation. And I'm also waiting on that condenser microphone to arrive. So in the meantime, please still bear with me on like the audio and the background. I hope that the microphone comes soon so that I can give you guys like better quality audio. So I was telling like some of my friends how it was actually a little bit awkward for me like behind the scenes because I am actually talking to myself right alone in the room. And they told me to like, picture someone or like put a picture in front of me and just imagine talking to that image like I'm having a conversation apparently it's like a podcast hack 101 so yeah in case like you're thinking of starting like a podcast you know try this out and let me know if it works because to me I I didn't put a picture in front of me I I think I'm just gonna speak normally and hopefully it'll get less awkward as it goes on (laughs) but yeah let me know if you try that hack out I also went on my Instagram and I asked you guys for some suggestions on what I should call my podcast and many of you told me to just like keep my name in there cause Melody was already a jingle, you know cause of the literal meaning of my name. <laughs> but yeah, I nevertheless I read some of the suggestions and there were a few that I liked, um, like this one that said no talk just Melody or spilling tea with Melody or crunch time. And I would probably combine some of like the name suggestion and create a hashtag out of it. But I think for now, I'll just keep my name in the title. And yeah, when I come up with a hashtag, I'll let you guys know. Alright, so let's get into today's topic, which is on relationships. Again, I went on my Instagram and I asked you guys on what relationship is to you and what is the most important thing to you in a relationship. So... If you like, follow me on my Instagram account at melody underscore LXL because that's where I'll ask like, um, your opinions on like the topics, on like future topics that I'll talk about. So the most common answer that um, you guys gave was actually trust and honesty. And I definitely agree with these two points because to me personally, these two elements are definitely the key foundation of any relationship be it like friendship, family, or in a romantic relationship. I think that these two are like the pillar of support in terms of like building a relationship and also sustaining one. There was one really interesting reply from my friend, Jayesh. He said that without honesty, you won't be able to build trust because if you're not fully honest with each other in any relationship, then there will always be a reason to distrust your partner or the other person about something, even though like they might be honest with you. While I agree on that point, I must say that these two elements, um, trust and honesty, it works hand in hand. So you can be honest, but if let's say your partner is generally an insecure person, then trust might not come easily as well. Mm. For example... If a person's trust at any point in their life got betrayed, be it by a friend, a family member, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, or even a stranger, all it takes is for that one experience whereby you put your trust into someone and trusted them 100%, but somehow they ended up breaking that trust or they lied to you. 
And because of that, it could destroy like a person's trust in someone else from that point on. I mean, nobody likes to be lied to, right? Or be deceived. And everyone goes through different experiences in their life. So, of course, different scenarios have different outcomes. And everyone deals with it in a different way. But generally, as humans, I believe that there will always be like this invisible wall that we as a person build up and it might or might not get higher as we grow up because we are exposed to more setbacks and more hard times in our lives. So going back to the two elements, um, trust and honesty, one can't do without the other. And in honesty, <laughs> get it, it makes or break a relationship. That's what I personally feel. Of course, there are like other things that play a part in building and sustaining a relationship is not just trust and honesty, right? So we'll get to that later. But these two are definitely like the key essentials, at least for me personally, in a relationship. I have been in a relationship whereby I constantly was paranoid and there was no trust and no honesty in it. And here's to say now, as of now, it doesn't matter whose fault was it at that point in time because I believe that in every relationship there is never one person's fault when there's an argument or even if the relationship doesn't work out it's never like one person's fault on why it happened so from these experiences like what I've learned after going through it was that everyone has a choice and you need to know this especially for yourself I think being young back then I couldn't see it in the past, but if I could tell myself something back then was that you get to choose what the outcome is, be it walking away from a toxic relationship or cutting a bad friend out of your life. It's a decision that you have the power to make no matter the situation. And no one gets to tell or dictate how you feel or tell you what your worth is. So to me, it's always about the decision that you make, no matter the outcome, good or bad. It's your decision and at every point in your life, you always face with a decision first before making the actions. So the decision that you make will determine how you are as a person, how you want to be as a person and how you want to live your life as a person. Okay, I hope, I hope I'm making sense to like you guys. So I think then the next question to ask yourself is, what is your limit? Or, like, what is the line that you will draw in terms of, like, it's a confirmed no that you you are a bad influence in my life and I want you gone. So, for me, I think that the number one sign or a red flag that you are in a toxic relationship or if you have a bad person in your life is that you aren't happy when you're with them. And, yes, I know that happy is very subjective, but I think what I meant to say was that if let's say you catch yourself feeling like you're uncomfortable or unhappy or paranoid and even doubtful in that particular relationship, and I'm not saying like, you know, just for that particular day or like a certain cause or fight and argument that you guys are going through and are in the midst of solving because yes, there are fights and there are arguments that are necessary that will help build the relationship stronger, right? But I'm saying like, if you catch yourself feeling that way, like, unhappy for a few times already. And, yeah, to me, that's definitely a red flag because no one should make you feel unhappy in your life for a, for a long period of time, for a certain period of time. 
So of course, there are many red flags that you need to catch. And like, you know, everybody has different red flags and different tolerance on what you can take and what you cannot take in a relationship, right? But I think that the moment you are unhappy with a person in your life or a person is making you unhappy, then maybe you should start questioning on why that person is really in your life and why are you keeping a person that is causing you to feel so much negative emotions? What's the reason that you gave yourself for it? And is it really worth, you know, keeping them in your life despite feeling all these, like, negative emotions? I know a lot of us get caught up on the good times when we face with this situation. Like, I'm not gonna lie because I myself did struggle with that for a long period of time. Like, we hold on to the good memories and we try to convince ourselves that the good outweighs the bad, even though that might not be the case and even though, you know, you see it and you know it. But somehow or rather, you try and convince yourself that, no, this will work out and we will get through this hard time and good times will come. I know this might not be the case for everyone, but maybe to some of you, like once your partner makes one mistake, it's a goodbye for you, like, bye, you're out of my life. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, everyone has different line that they set, right? And some are okay with, like, cutting people out in the moment, like, they make something or do something wrong. But to some of us, maybe we're more forgiving and we will convince ourselves that, you know, maybe this fight is what makes us stronger and we will get through it. For me, I think that because I don't really feel easily for like like a person in general, but once I care about someone, I would make sure that that person is safe, that person is happy, and I'll do anything in my power to make sure of that. Maybe that's why it's harder for me to say goodbye, and I don't really like saying goodbye. <laughs> you can ask my friends, like... Even, like, if it's just saying goodbye casually, like, oh, we are, we are, like, leaving for the day, going home. I just don't like saying goodbye. And, yeah, it's just hard for me. Maybe it's because I lost a few people in my life. And, like, like, a few people that are very, like, important to me or was once important to me. And it's so hard, you know, like, to see someone that you care about or someone that used to be important in your life to suddenly become a stranger, you know, Katy Perry song. (laughs) Yeah, so saying goodbye makes it a lot harder for me right now because of the things that I went through in the past. So I'm going to leave this message here. If anyone who is listening to this is going through something tough in your life, relationship-related or not, I hope that you will always remind yourself of your worth and if you're in a situation whereby you're trying to get out of a toxic relationship or you're going through something hard, you're trying to cut a bad friend out of your life, you're trying to say no to a certain situation that you never said no to, always remember that the pain will be there but you will be okay. It might take some time for you before you are fully okay but I promise you that you will be and that you will still continue breathing, your day will still go on. So, you just need to fight through this so that you know that this is the feeling, this is the kind of like pain. You just need to make yourself feel in order to get stronger from there and to understand these experiences. Yeah, I know, it's easier said than done, right? Yes. <laughs> but no one can make the decision for you other than yourself. And yeah, like I said earlier, your the decision is up to you and the action is up to you to choose in that circumstances. So 
I can only give you encouragement and the people around you can you only give you encouragement but at the end of the day you just need to know that the decision is yours to make and yeah we are only there to encourage you and give you moral support but you definitely can do it okay Alright, so let's move on. So the next thing that you guys um, told me on what is important to you in a relationship is communication. And yes, communication is very important. We cannot escape communication. It's in our daily life. It's just basic human interaction, right? I mean, why else is languages made, right? So communication in terms of like relationship to me is understanding what the other person is trying to communicate with you and what are you trying to communicate with that person. And you also need to find like what works for you guys, you know, in terms of like communicating. What is the the no's and the yes to in terms of like communicating what are the words that you use, your tone in conveying your message. I think more often than not, we all know that communicating is very essential in a relationship, but somehow it's always communication that is very hard also in like for people because sometimes we don't know how to um put our thoughts into words, right? And we don't know how to express these feelings and when emotion take over, it's like sometimes you don't even control what you say or the words that come out from your mouth. So for me when it comes to like relationship, what I do is that I make sure I let my partner know what is the boundaries and what is like the terms when if let's say you get into a uh, into an argument what is the the line that we should never never draw in terms of like trying to resolve that problem and we also made this like promise that we will always communicate with uh, each other no matter what or how big the argument is and if it doesn't works out after then it's not about it's not the communication that that went wrong but rather we have very different perspectives and we just need to understand and respect each other on that. So sometimes, you know, when you have different perspectives, it's very hard to come to like a common ground, right? It's very hard to like communicate in that sense because you have one view and your partner has another view and what what is the compromise that you guys are going to come to? And sometimes, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of us are very stubborn and Especially if like you're very opinionated, it's even harder to resolve that issue. So then you need to know like how much that relationship means to you and how how much of the effort you're willing to put in to to resolve the issue. And yeah, most of the time it's never about giving in. It's more of like finding a compromise, a common ground. That's what I feel personally, because if you were to give in, be it you or your partner, then it's not about like solving the issue. It's just you giving into the issue and you're just sweeping it under the ground, under the rug, right? The next important thing in when you're communicating with your partner is that you need to understand your own emotions and you need to handle them even harder when you are in that argument, in that phase of resolving it and it's very hard. Even for me, it's very hard and I'm a very emotional person. So whenever I argue um, like my partner, right, I get very emotional. And because emotions, like sometimes it really does cloud like whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling. Well, what am I saying? Emotions cloud your feeling. No, okay. <laughs> it, you, you sometimes feel so much that you don't even know what are the words that come out of your mouth. And sometimes when you are too emotional, you might step over a line that 
you know, that makes or hurt your partner with your words or your actions. So maybe another thing that you guys can work on is, okay, maybe if let's say you guys get into an argument and your partner is the kind that, you know, needs some space when an argument happens because he or she wants to collect their thought, he or she is too angry to talk, but you, are the other, on the other hand, might be the kind that, no, I want to resolve the issue now. Okay, that's speaking from personal experience, okay, guys? So if you two have these two very different, like, like feelings and different opinions on solving the issue, then maybe a common ground, a common ground could be like, okay, maybe if you need some space, sure, but you need to let the other person know how long um, of a space, like a time, basically, maybe an hour, two hours a day or something, to let that person um, calm down and, com- uh, and collect their thoughts before coming to talk to you. And I say it's a compromise because that person that is hot-tempered, they need space. And you as a partner, I'm not saying that it's giving in, but you just need to understand that they need that space. And how they compromise to you is that they will give you a time or they will give you a day on when they will get back to you. So it's not like, you know, just leaving you hanging. So maybe a compromise is that, okay, if an argument happens and if it gets too heated, then we will break away for like maybe three hours, both sides to calm down, to collect their thoughts, and then come back again and try and resolve the issue. So communication is definitely a key essential when it comes to a relationship or even in your normal day life when you try and communicate with your boss, with your friends, your colleague, your family. I think without communication, there will not be any interaction. And it's the term communication is so broad, right? Like it can be in terms of like language, in terms of like um, things that you can't see, things that are not visible. It's also communicating in terms of like body language, your eye contact and everything. All these are communicating, right? So I guess communication is something that comes with experience also. Like the more you age, the more you know how to like handle situations that has happened before and you know, what are the things that you can do. And it's also about understanding like humans. Like you need to understand people's feeling, be able to feel what they're feeling at least because you know, you don't want to be just so caught up in yourself that you forgot that there are people around you. Okay, so I can go on and talk about like um, communication all day, but it's pretty self-explanatory, right? So basically, if you have an issue with your partner and you try and communicate with your partner on it, there will always be a chance that, you know, you guys will resolve it and the issue will get resolved. But if you don't communicate with your partner, then the issue will always be there and it will never be solved. So it will just happen again and again. And I think the last thing that I want to say is that you need to be able to differentiate um, between good communication and just communicating. Like you can throw your feelings, your words and everything, but if it's not an effective communication between your partner, if that makes sense, then honestly, it's no different from not communicating at all. So you need to be able to identify the issue and what's your compromise, what's your middle ground and... Yeah, and just work with it on your partner and hopefully, you know, you guys can come to a conclusion or to a consensus. Okay, so after all that, let's move on to the third point, which is being understanding. This is another point that a lot of you um, told me on the Insta story when I asked. So being understanding is similar in, to communicating in a sense that when I said that, you know, you need to understand what your partner is feeling, what is the people around you feeling. That's called being understanding. So essentially, you have to be empathetic as a person. 
you need to understand that not everything in life will go your way and that applies for a relationship as well. So you can't always just want what you want and you can't just ask your partner to always give in to you to understand your perspective. And sometimes when he or she doesn't understand, it doesn't mean that they don't love you. doesn't mean that they don't want to understand you. It's more of like, you know, what, it's the same as finding a middle ground. Basically being understanding is, you know, knowing what the person wants and what do you want and just understand that sometimes what you want, your partner can't give it to you. But that doesn't mean they love you any less. That doesn't mean that you mean any less to them. So I keep talking about like, you know, always finding a common ground and, you know, it's not about giving in. But there are certain times where, you know, you you can give in and you should give in. So in different situations, different scenarios, depending on the, the circumstances, depending on the context, sometimes being understanding is also about giving in. To understand that, you know, small things that shouldn't cause a fight in a relationship, but it did. You need to be understanding on why it happened and is it grounds for you or is it small enough for you to give in because it's not worth that small fight to ruin your entire relationship. Which brings me to my next point that you guys also talked about and told me, which is independence. So independence is when we can function properly well even when our significant other or the other party is unavailable. So that's what I mean by being understanding as well. There are times where, you know, you're not free or your partner is not free and you guys can't meet or you guys don't text as often or you guys don't spend as much time as often. So it doesn't, again, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they don't love you, but it could be because they're busy at work. They have their own things to do. They have like family matters and you are still your own person when it comes to like a relationship and you shouldn't feel like you're not able to do your own things or you feel suffocated. That shouldn't be the case in any relationship, even in a family household. No one should make you feel like, you know, you can't do your own things because at the end of the day, you are still your own person. And yes, if you're underage, that's a different thing legally, right? But as a person, we have our own mind and we have our own emotions and we are... I mean, we have a mind for a reason. We have our own brain, our own like thoughts, our own emotions for a reason, right? So, you yourself shouldn't, like you know, shouldn't give others the ability or the power to make you feel like, like you're living the life for them and not for yourself. So, going back to a relationship, if let's say your partner is unavailable at the moment because of work reason, because of some other reason, I don't know, but you as a person, you should be able to survive. Um, as your own, like you should be able to go and find things to do as your own, uh, as your own human being. You should be able to, you know, go find your friends, spend time with your family, just basically do your own thing until you know, okay, your other half is available and you guys can spend time together, and that's vice versa, of course. Wow. Okay, I didn't realize that the podcast has already been like very long. I'm so sorry, but. I just want to talk about one last uh, point when it comes to a relationship. Effort. I think that effort plays a huge like responsibility in any aspect of your life. It doesn't have to just be relationship. In terms of like as a human being, when you want something, the moment you put in effort into it, it instantaneously becomes like a lot more worth it when you achieve it, when you successfully accomplish it. 
So when it comes to a relationship, I feel like both parties need to put in the same amount of effort for it to work. So you know how the saying, like, um, it takes two hands to clap? Yeah, I think that's the best example on putting in the same amount of effort from both ends for it to work out. It's funny because I have some friends who would say like, oh, okay, it should be effortless when it comes to a relationship. Yes, I agree on that. But there are still, like, physical and non-physical aspects of, like, efforts that you need to put in for you to sustain your relationship. And I do have some other friends that say, oh, effort is only for, like, you know, when you're in a long-term distance, like, long-distance relationship. <laughs> or when you're in a long-term relationship because some, sometimes it gets a bit dull, it gets a bit repetitive, then, oh, you need to start putting in effort. But I always feel like effort should always come from the start of any relationship. So it shouldn't just be like when you feel like it or when you don't feel like it or when, oh, okay, it's boring, you know, I'm going to put in a little bit more effort. It should always come from the very start. And it's not just like your honeymoon phase. Because the moment someone stops putting in the effort in the relationship, it's going to go downhill from there. And I say that with like experience or so. Not, <laughs> not that I didn't put in effort, but I think that even if, you know, one person in the relationship was, puts in the effort and the other doesn't, then it's not going to work. You know, it doesn't... You can't clap with one hand, okay? <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. So if you feel like, you know, you're always the one putting in the effort in the relationship and your partner is not, then... I'm sorry, sis or bro, but that relationship is not going to work out. <laughs> but you can try and, you know, voicing out your concerns to your partner. Sometimes, as human beings, we get... um We get so comfortable and it becomes a habit that we forget about these efforts. You just need to remind your partner on, hey, you know, maybe today I feel like going out for a meal. Can you like get dressed and spend quality time with me and just look good for me on this date? That is also like, you know, these small efforts count in a relationship. It's not just like big efforts like, oh, you need to buy me like flowers every day or like buy me chocolate or like, I don't know what do people dream for but it's always the little effort that counts it's the same when it comes to like your family your friends you need to put in the effort to spend quality time with them for them to know that oh you're actually still in their lives right so it it doesn't just apply to a relationship it applies to everything in your life if you want to ace your exam you need to put in the effort to work hard to study hard for you to get the results so i think effort is something that People generally know it's there, but sometimes we as human beings, we, we are so distracted by all the things around us that we forget about it, or we become lazy, or we become comfortable. We develop a habit, and it, yeah, it just stops from there. So just need to constantly remind yourself, you know, what is your purpose in life? What is your aim in life? And maybe from there, you know, it's a reminder for you to constantly try Okay, so there are still a lot of things that um, you guys gave me and there are still a lot of things that I can talk about but I think I'm going to stop the podcast here because it's getting a bit too long. And I know I talked a lot so I'm so sorry if like along the way some of the words I didn't like enunciate properly. <laughs> it's because it's very hard, okay? <laughs> yeah, forgive me. So, yeah, I just want to say um, everything that I said in this podcast is based on my own 
thoughts and my own perspective and the things that I went through in my life to be where I am now and you know how I perceive these things so you may or may not agree with it but I just wanted to share with you guys my perspective on this particular um, topic and also to talk to you guys and you know it was really nice to get to know what you guys feel about this topic and what a relationship means to you and with that i think i'm gonna end the podcast right here and yeah thank you guys for listening all the way until the end of this podcast i know this is a bit long for this second episode but yeah i just really wanted to talk a little bit more about this um topic and i haven't decided um what will be the next topic for the next podcast but I will definitely be asking you guys um, for like suggestions on what do you want the next topic to be or do you want it to be a continuation of this um, topic on relationship so that I can share with you guys and you guys can share with me also um, your, your views on this whole <laughs> very interesting topic. <laughs> so if you haven't followed me, um, you can find me on Instagram at melody underscore xl. And yeah, and just keep a lookout. I'll be asking you guys some more questions over there on the topics on my podcast, your feedbacks, anything. Just drop me a DM, holler at me if you have my number, ask me out for dinner. No, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Goodbye.